Hello Thomas Esley, um, so it's Mrs Johnson here and I have been lucky enough to be invited to a special exhibition at the Atkins building in Hinkley um, and I am with a special guest to our podcast today, Matthew Halbert. Um, Matthew is an LGBT plus um, rights campaigner. Some of you have met Matthew before as he has visited our school um, and Matthew, could you tell me a little bit about the exhibition and why you think it's important? Absolutely, it's great to be with you, thank you. Um, so yeah, we're here in the Atkins Building in Hinkley and this was um, an exhibition primarily opened um, for the International Day Against Homophobia, Biphobia and Transphobia, Idahobit, which took place on May 17th. But obviously because we didn't want it to just be open for one day um, <laughs> uh, and it seemed natural for it to flow into June, June of course of which is Pride Month, um, so it's it's open not quite all of June, but most of June. Oh, that's nice. And so students could come down, have a little look at the information that's Absolutely. here in the pictures. That it's free, really... and you can get a drink. Yeah, there's a lovely little calf. Yeah. Um, so you, you said that it's going to stay up for Pride Month. Why do you think it's important that we have a Pride Month? Yeah, some people ask this, and I think some people think now that because there is um, same-sex marriage for... Uh, same-sex couples etc that um, we're all sorted aren't we you know um, LGBT plus communities and of course we can talk about the fact that there's still a lot of sadly things to fight for full equality and there is still prejudice etc um, and, and that is partly why Pride Month is so important each June it's a global thing now it started in America Pride Month but it's a global thing now um, and it's just a chance to, to celebrate LGBT plus communities around the world to reflect on how far mm. we have come because there's no doubt we have but also to remember how far there is still to go and a phrase that you'll often hear me use is none are equal until all are equal and all aren't equal. I think that's really important isn't it because that's something that I find that I do get met with sometimes when I talk about these issues is people think well no it's all it's all all right now and it's definitely not is it there's still the statistics around crime committed against LGBT persons um, definitely speak for themselves um, and just the fact it is still necessary it is still necessary to uh, make people aware that there are issues to make people feel that they are supported um, and I think something like this, an exhibition like this, where we've got uh, positive imagery um, of LGBT plus persons and there's lots of information about kind of the journey um, that there is. And it's living memory. I think that's the thing. It's like... Um, I think we've talked before, Matthew, about when we were at school um, and it was still against the law for teachers to be seen to be promoting LGBT plus... Well, it didn't exist as a the, plus, did it? Then? The dreadful but, Section 28. Yes, yeah. and it was, it was against the law for teachers to be able to... Uh, speak about these things so even me just having this conversation now I would lose my job um, so and that's still very very recent in terms of everything so we've got a long long way to go haven't we in the legacy of awful things like section 28 um, mean that it's really important so thank you so much for inviting me um, to have a look at this um, and hopefully we'll get a chance to have a chat at another time or you'll get a chance to come and visit our students and talk to them a little bit more about the interesting things that you do. I, I hope so. I mean, I think that, you know, um, for, for, for all students, you know, wh whenever you're growing up, um, it can be a difficult time. And I think for LGBT plus 
um, young people who are discovering who they are, who are discovering their sexuality and or their gender identity. Um, I think they just have to be aware that, and I know it's a little bit of a cliche, but they're not alone. Um, things can and do get better if you get the support that you that you need. And if that support sadly can't come from within your family, then there are organisations like the Leicester LGBT Centre and others which will provide that help and that support. But know that you are <clears throat> valuable and valued, you are loved, um, and um, be proud of who you are this Pride Month. Thank you very much, Matthew. Hello, so I'm here with the lovely Mr Munton. Hello there. <laughs> and um, we've just been having a chat about um, LGBT plus at Tome. And we've been thinking about some of kind of the behaviour things that come up as a result of people's kind of misunderstanding, do you mm. think? Or no, kind definitely. of thinking about the effects? What kind of things is it that you can tend to deal with? Well, the first time that, the first thing that really came to my attention is the year seven's use of simply the word gay um, whenever they're in trouble, whenever they've done something wrong, whether they disagree with something, their gut instinct and their go-to phrase um, was quite often, oh, Mr. Munton, that, that's, that's just gay, that's just gay. Yeah. And, and it, was, it took quite a while and quite a lot of sit-down conversations to actually explain how, you know, within a class of 30, there might be someone who is struggling with their sexuality or doesn't understand their sexuality. Or well, there might be to, someone that knows they're gay, yeah. yeah. Someone, who knows, who, <laughs> someone who knows their sexuality but, but doesn't know how to come forward with it and then feels that maybe within that environment it's not accepted, that they put adds that element of fear to, mm. to come out and say it because of people just using that word just and not having the understanding. You're basically using it for something negative, aren't you? Absolutely. And the minute you start doing that, it must feel awful. No, definitely. The word, using the word gay is they're using it alongside negative terms and within negative situations, um, creating quite just a, a negative idea um, yeah. about, about the thought of sort of sexuality and being gay, which is just completely unacceptable. And it's something that we've worked hard on this year and I've worked hard on this yeah, year to try, really and to try and educate a lot of um, the younger students who you know there is an element of they've missed so much schooling so maybe haven't had that education but it's really important that they are made aware of it before they go further into their school life and encounter more people who are um, different sort of sexualities and to them, yeah. to them and, and different to them like i said you know we always tell everyone that we're all different and the world would be a rubbish place <laughs> if we were all the same um and it's about accepting people's differences and actually more importantly those feeling that they are accepted i think yeah because i think if if everybody started, I don't know, every time, time something broke, everyone started going, oh, that's Mrs. Johnson, that is. Mm. And then every, and then if we said, like, oh, no, your car's, my car's broken, oh, that's such a Mrs. Johnson. Absolutely, or, yeah. Or, oh, look at this rubbish, or this job I've got to do is so Mrs. Johnson. Mm. I think that would really get to me, and I would feel like everybody hated me, and, and my name was being used as something bad all the time, and, and I would feel it. like no one liked me. just because. But actually, they're just using it as a word, not really realising the impact. So I think you're definitely right, so that it is serious. No, that's it. It's just the fact that it's their go-to go -to yeah. phrase and go-to word when something isn't going right. Because I think they'll say, won't they, well, I don't mean it like that. Yeah. I've had it, and they'll say, oh, I don't mean it like that. And you say, but you still said it. And yes, like... and, and it's something that me, from a personal point of view, 
as I was growing up, I was in the football team, but also in all the performances. And back, you know, so I don't like the phrase "back in my day." It makes you, feel old. <laughs> you are getting older, Mister. Back, back, back when I was at school, it it wasn't really the done thing for boys to do drama and boys do musical theatre, which I did. And and it was something that I was called simply for my interest. And I think from that point of view, we've got much better. I know that you've just, you've just done a performance and I've just seen so many boys involved, which mm. back when I was at school wouldn't have happened. Which is silly, because think of all the exactly. male film stars. Absolutely, and there always have <laughs> yeah. been male film... There always yeah. has been male film stars, and it's always has been a thing, but for some reason... <laughs> in school, For yeah. some reason, in school, it was always, <laughs> back when I was at school, seen as sort of... <laughs> going to say the gay thing to do. I don't know how. And, <laughs> I don't know how performing um, has anything to do with who you fall in love with. Yeah, absolutely. It, I, think that's, I think that's improved. <laughs> I do think that's improved, but it is a complete lack of education on um, the, the, the different sexualities. And I do think it is something that our students do need to be more aware of. And yeah. I've made that very clear to a number of, a number of students. Um, a number of students have been upset from things they've overheard and a number of students have been offended and it's mm. something that and I do and I genuinely believe that a lot of the time I've spoke to these students they've not meant any sort of malice by it or anything like that it's just a, a lack of understanding yeah but I think the thing is isn't it if you told if you say something once and you get told the first time any of us tell a student for mm. a word like that um the first time, I think we all assume that they didn't realise what Absolutely. they were saying. And then it's when people choose to keep saying yeah. it and they don't listen to the impact always that that's when people, it becomes... Yeah. yeah, always give your people the opportunity to put it right. If it yeah. becomes the same people, the same comments over and over again... That's, that's a choice, when we, that's isn't when we it? Have yeah. a bit of a problem. That's when people are choosing to use that language after being told of the effects it can yeah. have on people. Well, thank you for chatting about this, Mr Minton. I think it's really important that kids kind of think about the impact of their language no definitely really important and obviously it's something that will keep going on just because we spoke about it a little <laughs> bit earlier on in the year doesn't mean we're going to stop no definitely i'm not saying we won't have it happen again but it'll be taken just as seriously as it has been in the past so yeah. thank you very much thank you so i'm in the library at the heart of our school with the lovely mrs smith Hello. Hello. And uh, we've just been having a look at the LGBT plus section in our library. And Mrs Smith has got some fantastic books down here and she's got a display up. And um, I was just wondering really, what made, why do you think it's important that we have these kind of books in our library? Well, I think it's really important that the students at this school and the staff feel that the books in the library reflect them and their lives and their experiences. So we've got lots of different titles of books with characters, with LGBT plus experiences. We've got some information books as well, so if there are any issues you want to look up. We've also got books on kindness in learning to understand other people who maybe are not like you, but that you want to treat kindly and understand. So there's something for everybody, really. I think that's really nice. And with a book as well, you can, you can kind of, you can go back, can't you? Have a look at pages again, and it kind of, to me, when I read something, it always feels like it's, it's just for me, even though it's not. It's kind of a really personal thing, isn't it, when you're reading a book? And I think that's really nice as well because it kind of feels like someone is there for you through the pages of a book. I think yes, exactly. if I was reading something about 
kind of a journey someone was going through. Um, so I think thank you so much for having um, the books down here because I think it does make a difference to the students that we have. Well, we've got some great titles. We've got some really good new titles in the library, but also surprisingly, a lot of the titles we already had were LGBT plus friendly books with characters and stories that were relevant to their experiences. So I think we're, we're really well covered and you know that section of the library is just going to grow and grow. Yeah, well, thank you so much Mr Smith for having a chat about it and for showing me the books that we've got. Hello again. So I'm down here in Wellbeing with Miss Cooper and we've just been having a bit of a chat about kind of LGBT plus issues and it's something that I think kind of we both feel really passionately about and students feeling supported. Um, and I was just wondering really if you could tell the listeners a little bit about what you think is the kind of support that we have available for students at Tomo, what happens if someone wanted to come down here and have a chat about LGBT plus issues? I think, firstly, what's really important to say is what I'm really proud of at Tomo is uh, we are always on a journey to be improving the support we've got um, with the student council, getting involved yeah. in things and making suggestions and making it a real student-led development. Um, so, at the minute, um, I feel that we are a school with an open-door policy, especially running the wellbeing zone at um, in particular with the key stage four students at the moment coming down I feel that it's a really safe open space to talk yeah, about is, yeah. um, any issues that anyone might have or any worries or questions um, and I know that we take part of uh, take part in diversity and pride weeks um, and months throughout the year which I think is really really important to raise awareness um, what I'm really proud of at Tomo as well is that we've Miss Smith in the library has expanded um, the LGBTQ section. Yeah, she has. I'm going to go and talk to her in a little bit about... Um, and I think there's a lot books. of really, really great literature there for our students to um, sink their teeth into. Um, but, yeah, I think I think we do have a open policy and I do think, you know, we are part of a journey, on a journey, to improve mm. the support we've got. Um, which I think is yeah, no, it really, really is. Great. I think like not every some students might just straight away they know who they are they are and they're comfortable with that and they don't feel that they have questions and it's not necessarily a well being uh, issue is it? But then we do have students that maybe are like you say a questioning or kind of just need that little bit of support or kind of need to talk to people or yeah I think LGBTQ issues aren't directly well being issues and I think sometimes people get that confused. But I think it would be naive not to think of that um, students, young people, adults all across the world um, may struggle with LGBTQ yeah, related problems which can affect their well-being. And it's really important that um, that is part of the support package yeah. we offer. It's kind of a knock-on, isn't it, as well, Definitely. sometimes, of that. Um, and also, why do you think that, like... So you were saying about how we have the Pride uh, months and you know that we have the theme lessons in Cree and stuff like that. And um, we make a point, don't we, of all students being aware of the issues that are faced and um, or kind of the feelings that someone might have. And why yeah. do you think that's important, that kind of all students, it's not just targeted? Well, I think as a school, I think it's important that we prepare young people for life being part of the society that we live in. And that is very much a society, a world that includes LGBTQ people and issues. And I think that's one of the most vital reasons why everybody needs to yeah. be part of that education. 
Um, for myself, I think you know this country has made big steps um, towards LGBTQ uh, equality over recent decades, but we've still got a long way to go. Um, yeah. And you know, unfortunately, um, LGBTQ bullying and language is still a part of this country, and um, I think we need to be part of the fight to eradicate that with educating our students um, and helping them to grow with inclusive attitudes. Yeah, definitely. I think that's that's kind of shared, I think, with a few people I spoke to, saying so kind of thinking of future generations. Um, just the other thing I wanted to kind of ask you about is what you, did you think, or what do you find is the most common kind of LGBT plus related uh, conversation that you have? Because I think uh, there might be people that think, oh, it's only them. Um, and I just kind of wondered what you found was the most um, common thing that you. I'll be honest. I don't think I. I don't think I can say there's a most common LGBTQ issue because I think everybody's individual. Yeah. And I think there are a lot of different stages in people's lives that they might feel they need to share and talk about. Um, but working um, with secondary school students here and in previous schools over my school career. I think I would say the most common thing that I've come across is just about um, students exploring um, their their sexuality and their gender and wanting some more information and wanting to be completely free and open with themselves and who they are um, as they're changing. And I think that's completely yeah. normal. Um, and I think that, sadly, still the most common worry that I've come across is a worry about what other people will think. Um, and I think that is something that shows that we still do have a long way to go to achieve LGBTQ equality, um, to kind of make sure everybody is on the same page and feels that they know um, where their safe spaces are and that they can be open and, yeah. and who they are. Well, thank you so much for having a chat and for having me down in wellbeing. You're welcome. Hello, Tomo. Welcome to our special edition of our Cree podcast. Um, and it's Pride Month. So we've been talking to all sorts of different people about pride and why pride is important. Um, in case you can't tell already, this is Mrs. Johnson. And I am here with the legend that is Miss Garrity. Hello, people. Um, and we've been having a bit of a chat about why pride is important. And we have some special guests with us as well. So we've got Mr. Hancock and Mr. Jackson. Hello. Hello, hello. Um, and we've been having a bit of a chat over in Humanities in Mr Hancock's room, um, which is now going purple, now going purple um, about why pride is important, why it's important that it's something that we think about what's happened historically um, to people. And why we're always banging on, according to students, <laughs> about equality and rights. We're always banging on. Always banging on. Today. What are all these flags, Miss? Um, Say... So, uh, to start with, really, um, I think it kind of makes sense to think about history and kind of persecution of people. Um, so, Mr Hancock, uh, can you think of anybody that's kind of historical that you think has quite famously been persecuted for um, LGBT plus reasons? In some ways, I don't think there's a better example than what happened to Alan Turing, uh, who was crucial in breaking the Nazi codes during the Second World War and giving us... A, a, a massive advantage when it came to planning and preparing for things like D-Day. And despite his contribution down at Bletchley Park, after the war he was persecuted for his homosexuality uh, and actually driven essentially by the state to suicide 
over yeah. his sexuality. And for a man who had given so much and helped us so much in order to defeat Nazism, um, to be treated in such a way, I think it was yeah, absolutely disgusting and a, and a sort of embarrassment in our history. And although he's, he, he has just recently, about time two, been recognised by being placed on uh, the back of one of our notes of currency, the £50 note. The note it, that she's the least. Yeah, it would have been nice if he'd been on the back of something like a £10 note where his name and what he actually did and contributed would have been uh, more widely recognised. There's been a couple of good films. The Imitation Game came out a few years ago with Benedict Cumberbatch playing um, mm. Alan Turing. Very good that. And then uh, also the first time I really became aware of him was a BBC drama with Alan Jacobi playing him as well. And that was probably long before we were born, let alone. <laughs> yeah, it was, I'd like to point out, it was in colour, it wasn't in black and white. Uh, uh, but it, it, it was really, but the endings of both those stories are just so tragic for a man who did so much to help the country to win the Second World War, to then be treated in such a way purely because of his sexuality, you know, I, I think is a really important. Um, yeah, that, that definitely is, isn't it? And there's people all through history that have had to kind of hide that, who they are, isn't there? And, and there must be... Um, you, know, you can't tell me that there hasn't been any gay prime ministers well, and gay... Well, <laughs> uh, thought, the leader of the Liberal Democrats, he was, uh, well, he was married um, as the front, but he had that affair... Um, because he was gay. Or oh, none now. of the royal family. No, none well, of them. <laughs> is yeah. it strange, is it? So, uh, <laughs> so it's definitely, I think there's been times, hasn't there, historically as well, where it, there's been a, a fashion, where going back, there's been a fashion for um, kind of, especially gay men, with like gay men behaviour going back a long time, but it was never seen as like a way of, in my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, history teachers, is it was never seen as like a way of uh, this is like love and this is equal this would it would just be almost something that maybe very posh people might uh, be seen as almost playing the game of or uh, in certain areas in court and things like that it was kind of seen as a as a thing that happened but no one really spoke about it yeah you usually get historical characters sort of referred to as dandies and things like that in the past and and a lot of that is down to a subtext and often it, it, the, the problem is where any gay people have appeared in the historical record Often, it's that the sexuality is then used against them in a negative way yeah. in terms of how they were perceived at the time, but also how later historians perceive them. And really, it's only now that there's a lot of reevaluation of, of of some of the people. And and I think we just have to be a little, just get that a little bit careful of going. Uh, well, you know, um, this person. Uh, was gay and he was horrible in history. This person was gay, but they <laughs> yeah. were really nice in history because I think it, should, it, it yeah. should almost be the secondary thing. It's like, what is the quality of this person's character? What yeah. were they like? And they happen to be. Yes, and, and I think that's, said, and hopefully that's what we're yeah. going to come to in society. So hopefully we'll come to a tie where it. It well, doesn't, we can drop the labels. Well, the yeah. labels don't even exist, well, but if they, do, you know, if they do, it's more of the same way that yeah. you might say, oh, Sun Such was married yeah. to this person, and uh, that would be the only reason that you might which say is, it. Which yeah. is why with the Turing thing, it's sort of like, look at what he did. Look at what he yeah. achieved. And look that should what be what's important. And that should be the primary yeah. thing in terms of his character and what he, uh, what he did. Instead of using it as a label, like you say, yeah. to sort of, um, sort of attack or to dismiss or to ridicule or anything like that. 
Well, thank you so much, History, for uh, joining in on our podcast. Um, and then I'm going to take you around, speak to some of the people, um, and we will talk a bit about how we've been celebrating Pride at Tomo. I hope that you've enjoyed having a little listen to uh, some different people involved with our school and what they think about LGBT+. Um, as a school, we're really keen to make sure that everybody feels supported. So if you feel that um, as an LGBT plus person or as an ally that there's something that we're not doing that we should be, please make sure um, that you let us know. Um, you can always speak to me, Mrs Johnson, about um, anything like that as well. Um, and keep your eye out for some exciting things that we're going to be doing next school year um, for our LGBT plus students and uh, their allies. Thanks for listening.